Hello, and welcome to another episode of Hot Takes, the show where we see a movie, and then we go right back to the microphone to do, you guessed it, have a hot take. Uh, my name is Robert Anderson, I'm your host for the night. Uh, we are joined by a lovely cast of folks. I'm joined today by... Jack Kolejewski. And also... Tim Irwin. And also... Mike Burge. Aw, boys. What uh, movie did we see today? The Hurricane Heist 2. No, 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 a different one. What? There's no hurricanes. There, there's no hurricanes okay, in this movie. I had to think about it. Ignore me. There's no hurricanes in this movie. What movie, what movie did we see? One of the boys, give me an answer. The Predator. <laughs> yeah, that new Shane Black joint, The Predator. Um, what did think? everybody think about it? Woo. That was a lot, yeah. Yeah? Let's, uh, Tim, you go first. Floor is yours. Our esteemed guest. Yeah. Okay. Just give give some general impressions out there. Uh, it went places that I didn't think that Predator movies need to go, but I did enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Burge, what do you think? Shrug. <laughs> Burge wants to be so nice to this movie. Mike, Bur- Mike Burge gave a very good shrug. Uh, it's not, you know, a terrible movie. By any means, actually. I think you'd actually be kind of a dick if you thought this was a terrible movie. Sure. Because it's really entertaining. There's just a lot of different parts that don't really fit in together. I think the editing in this movie is one of its biggest problems. <laughs> I think a few weird cuts. It's like it, yeah. very weird cuts at very specific situations that really just kind of take you out of it in a bad way. Yeah. But overall, like the movie is kind of like a lot of fun because of like the murderer's row of great actors that they have in this portraying all the main characters like mm-hmm. thomas jane is fucking great in this movie yeah, yes. and uh keegan michael key is also very very good in the parts where it seems like he's uh reading dialogue that was written for him instead of uh just kind of winging it sure uh because there's definitely some moments like that where it's just kind of like keegan michael key acting crazy and it's a little Odd. It was off-putting for me. There's parts of it with the editing and stuff that's like Mm off-putting. But generally, I had a good time at it. Yeah. It's nothing phenomenal. Jack, what do you think? It's dumb. I don't think anyone here is going to say it's so dumb. No no, no one's going to say it's not dumb. But it's not as smart as uh, Alien Covenant. Mm -mm. Or Hurricane Ice. It's got a lot on its mind. It's dumb in a way that I enjoyed after the first... I mean, from moment one in this movie, I'm just like, what is, what's going on here, Shane? What, what's happening? And as it, as it goes on, I was kind of just like, you know what, Shane, you take the wheel and I'll just kind of sit back and, and, and have, have a good time with this, which I did. I thought this might be the case, but I think I'm actually the hottest on this movie. I really like fucking liked it. I do think it's stupid, which is why I liked it. I... You know, I think you have to... This has been told to me before by smart people. You have to meet a movie on its own terms. And if this movie is is what it's trying to do is make kind of a ridiculous modern era Predator movie, I think it does that in spades. Uh, I do think that there's some injections of like... Uh, headier topics that I kind of wish they just would stay away from trying to tackle because uh, yes. they did not give it any respect. Um, 
I actually really like that part. It makes sense. We'll get into it. Mm -hmm. But that's, I totally buy that as well. But I really enjoyed the movie. I was laughing the entire time. When it started to wrap up, I didn't even realize that we're almost done with the movie because I was like having such a good time watching it. Um, And you know, usually when we have Tim on episodes and it's starting to change recently, we, we take, we take this young man out to see some, some dumb shit, some shit that we can really riff on to talk about. And this movie is definitely fun and in line with, with that kind of thing. Um, but overall, I really, like, I thought the movie was a lot of fun, and I enjoyed, like, the theater experience of it all, and I like that it didn't take itself too seriously. Like, there's a lot of things that it's doing surface level where I'm like, this all fucking works for me. And I think I also went into this movie with very low expectations, so that could have helped as well. This, it hit me, like, two-thirds of the way through, like, this is the perfect Sunday afternoon. Oh, it's on TV. I'll sit down and watch this movie. Like, yeah. Yeah. it's very good. For, like, it's just, it's so low impact and so dumb. And, like, it it feels like, it, it feels, I don't think I disagree that it's, like, a good take on a modern Predator movie. Because I, it, it does have, like. It's the best Predator movie I've seen in years. It feels more like a parody of a Predator movie to yeah. me. Like, they've, they were, he was like a hair's breadth away from going like full MacGruber with this thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, and I feel like it would have, maybe it would have been a better movie if he, they had just fully leaned into the like silliness and parodiness of it. Because it's still at the same try- time trying to be, I think. I think there's a little bit of it that's like holding itself back where it's still trying to be like. Kind of in this like. You know, mythos and kind of like serious, yeah, yeah. Like mythos of the predator kind of thing. I mean, the, the, the best parts of the movie, in my opinion, are the parts that have nothing to do with the fact that it's a predator movie. Absolutely, which leads me to think that Shane Black had himself a script or some basic ideas for this like ragtag group of loony bin ex soldiers on the run from something. And he had like just little notes and stuff like that. And I think then he got it in his head that he wanted to make a Predator movie. Or this has just been like, it's definitely a Shane Black movie. But I think that the Predator aspect of it and like this is the first time Shane Black has made a movie that is based on pre-existing shit since Iron Man 3. Right. Now, and Iron Man 3 was pretty much like his last movie, I believe. I think before this one, and Iron Man three also was Didn't like the a, nice guys come out after. It did that. That was like there was something there, which is a great movie. Have you it seen is the a nice good guys? movie. Yeah, of course, fantastic. I think Iron Man three is you know in some. I really like Iron Man three, especially after what I thought Iron Man two was like kind of hot garbage. That's my opinion. But uh, Iron Man three, I thought was really good because it's almost like a pastiche of itself. Mm-hmm. Like it's, and I think that might. I'm not too familiar with like Shane Black's work, but that is definitely what this movie is doing. Where it's, it's like it's the coolest Iron Man. Yeah, it's definitely very cool. You know Shane Black is a cool guy. You know how many suits are in that fucking movie? You can't even keep track. Loads. A lot of suits. But I think with this movie, like, you know, it's very self-referential. I mean, like, you know, there's a lot of tropes from Predator's past. I'm really only familiar with, like, the first Predator, but, like, you know, they know what they're doing. and there's I think that's all that. they're familiar with as well. That's what it seems like. Um, but even, like, you know, there's a lot of, like, zany, like, people are slipping on blood and falling down and, like, weird antics. And I'm like... That works for me. There's so many good kills in this movie. There's mm-hmm. a lot of like fun kills. Yeah. And deaths. The the gore movie. factor, I was just like, yeah, you guys are Yeah, it's that. good. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It almost felt like Shane Black kinda wanted to make a Tropic Thunder and then had to <laughs> inject Predator into it. So like, like build it around Predator. Yeah. And it's 
it's like the least horror predator. Oh, like for sure. In, in the past, they were at least like action horror, whereas this one is just there's action. No, slapstick. Yeah. yeah, there's no like, uh, I wouldn't say there's like too many like tense moments. Yeah. You know, because like <laughs> when people die, you're like, okay. And then people live, you're like, sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a tense moments. I don't. I went to tents? camping tents. I yeah. was like, the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I mean, they like, what, I really, what the fuck am I talking about? What I really like about Predator movies is that they're always camping out. They no. got tents. And what they got tents you everywhere. took that cast and you had them just go camping, that I think probably would have been a better movie because I agree with you. The parts where it's just the, like, Looney Bin cast of characters interacting with each other are by far my favorite parts of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they're just kind of like riffing and like... Yeah, when they're just, just kind of in a room together and there's no predator to be found and they're kind of just like bouncing off of each other. Yeah. Hilarious. I mean, I think that's like, you know, the Predator movies, there's there's kind of like almost like a Catch-22 aspect to them because like when you go, when you focus so hard on the alien mumbo-jumbo... It's just the the predator as an idea just cannot carry that weight on its shoulders of being a heady concept. It just can't do it. It's not that interesting. I'm I mean, sorry. the original predator was not heady. You know, no, it's but like, like it also, but it it focused it, it focused on this these group of soldiers in this area. They had a repertoire. They had they had like relationships, and then it turned into this kind of like they're being hunted. You know? Yeah, they got picked off one by one. Exactly. Which yeah. kind of yeah, we'll get into it. Spoilers kind of doing that here. We don't like to spoil the movie in the first half of Hot Takes, and in the second half, we'll warn you. Spoilers, soldiers die in the Predator movie. What? Very rude. (laughs) It's Uh, kind of surprising how you would just, that, like, as a series as a whole, that the Predator movies aren't better, because it's like, it's a really great design. Of an alien. Yeah, Rastafarian yeah, space right. hunter. Yeah. Rasta for sure. space hunter dude. With their Rasta dogs. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, the dogs Spoilers. are unnecessary. Um, They're in the trailer. But, like, you know, <laughs> number two sets up, like, at the end with, like, the really cool, like, lore that you could explore of the Predators. <laughs> the, pre- the Predator has a pirate gun. Yeah, right. And then they just sort of, like, don't go on. They go a totally different route. They start throwing aliens in. I think uh, that actually is them trying to expand the lore with them being like, well, if we put this other kind of, like... At the time, you know, creature that has some mystique to it and we combine it with this other thing, then maybe we'll have like, you know, this this war that we can kind of pull from and, and humans are caught in the crossfire. But, you know, I've seen AVP and yeah. you can go to a million space pyramids and it will make it interesting to Those me. Those movies are fucking terrible. Well, yeah. the comics, I think, are pretty well respected for having like... I think some of the books also yeah. people really like as well. Some of the more like external media. Yeah. Um, well, those like flush out the lore, flesh out the lore a little bit in I yeah. think, ways that people like. Because like they do definitely set up some interesting stuff, especially in Predator 2. Yeah. With, you know, the ship at the end and the Predators coming in and... And being like, hey, Donald Glover, good fucking job, man. Here, have a have this have a cool pirate. Have gun. a pirate gun that we found two hundred years ago. What's that actor's name? Danny Glover. Sorry, you got it. <laughs> bam, 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 bam. That's a different guy. There is not enough Redbone in this movie, but yeah. that's my critique of the every movie. And this there's year. too much of the same Predator theme song over and over again, like oh, the boy. entirety of the fucking the music movie. in this was rough. I like yeah. the font at the beginning. Yeah, the fonts. I love the fonts. I oh love my the font. God. It's it's typeface, you mean. It's not what... What's the difference? Font Ooh. is like when something's ital- italicized or bolded. Typeface no. is like the actual... Really? I don't think that's true. true. Nope. That they had serifs? Okay. Were you, did you like the serifs on the uh, Wait, I meant Danny font. 
Ha ha. Uh I also really like like the the beginning of the movie kind of feels like and I had the same this is like one of the thumbs up I gave solo, and by one of I mean the um Jules. Jules. But uh <gasps> it spurged. It's not the right time. Keep it keep it in. Um but like it, it kind of feels like, you know, the beginning of like an eighties like sci-fi novel. Or like the like when you see the intro to this movie, that's like kinda that's the vibe that it gave me, you know. Do you want to go into spoilers so we can talk about that scene in specifics? Yeah, should we take it? Does anyone have any non-spoiler things you want to throw out there before we jump into who does? We usually give a recommendation, right? If you should see this in the theater. What's, what's this we shit? Whoa, whoa hey. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Tim's, Tim's I'm, I one of us. I one of us. The podcast. Um, I, I did want to say, like, this is um, the guy, uh, Trevante Rhodes from Moonlight. Mm-hmm. This is like his first like follow up movie like since like kind of hitting the stratosphere with Moonlight. What a character he's playing in this movie! And it's really <laughs> oh, he plays yeah, like right. a Nebraska Williams. I think yeah, that's his name because his his real name is Gaylord, and that's spoiler alert. Yeah, and there's some weird shit in this movie. Yeah, I mean, I think the real fun is going to come from uh, unpacking this. Uh, but before we jump into spoilers. Do you guys recommend waiting on this flick or seeing it in theaters? I'm a, I think you should see it in theaters. It's worth like the 10 mm, or 11 bucks. I, I, maybe. I think for some, I wouldn't recommend it to everybody. Sure. I think you probably know if you want to see this movie or not. It's fucking dumb, but I had a fun time. Yeah. I think you're just as well like catching it on a Sunday afternoon when it's on video on demand. But no, that's fair. You probably know if you're going to go out and see this movie in a theater. If you can see it in a theater with not many people in it like we did and you don't have to feel so bad about like saying things, <laughs> yeah, then definitely go see it in a theater. But otherwise, like throw it on Netflix uh, on a on a Saturday, Sunday have night. Have some friends over. Have, have some, some people yeah. over. Yeah. yeah. You should watch this movie the way we watched all of the Fast and the Furious movies. That's Fair. the that's the best way to do it. Burge, what do you think? You don't need to see this movie. Just period. You don't. Uh, it's really it's really charming in moments the hotel scene which I won't get into too much is like one of the fucking it's fantastic it's great shit it's just like comedic genius Mm -hmm. it's great staging everything is really that's what's really weird about this movie is like the movie's overall problems at certain points are so tight and just like like it becomes a well-oiled machine for a little bit and then it just wears off when it gets into the the meat and potatoes of why you're watching a Predator movie. Right, like, sure. the worst part is the Predator. Yeah, like, going into the Predator movie, you're like, man, I'm going to get to see some really cool action and gruesome kills and stuff, and the parts that end up really kind of wowing you are like, you know, I didn't think walking out of a Predator movie in 2018, yeah. I was going to be walking out going like, boy, oh boy, the dialogue and joke execution in that movie was top-notch. <laughs> <Pretty good. laughs> I guess I should have considered it with Shane Black, because he's just like a dialogue master, and yeah. when he gets people like Keegan-Michael Key and... Trevante Rhodes and uh, Thomas Jane and all these people. And what's this guy's goddamn name? The guy who's... Is it the guy from Logan? It's the it guy is from the Logan. guy from Logan. It is the guy from Logan. Not Morgan. a good actor. No. No. At all. No. Nuh-uh. Like, he worked in Logan, and I think it was just kind of like, it's an over-the-top performance. Well, he's good at doing whoever that guy's supposed to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Military It's kind of pretty much the same yeah. guy. He does well, some Logan. shit in this where I'm like, where even, like, the characters make fun of him. Yeah. Like, and it's like, I get that it's supposed to be a goofy, funny line, but there's just the way he executed it. And Sterling K. Brown is in this too, and he's like really yeah. just all over, the, just like he's like trying to become Willem Dafoe or something. 
Like yeah. he's just like chewing on the ceiling yeah. of every <laughs> scene that he's in. Mm-hmm. I always call the guy who uh, Quinn McKinney is his name. Uh, I always call him Decaf Dan Stevens. Yeah, yeah. Because that's just like what he is to me. He's yes. like he's not Dan Stevens. Yeah. Who's that actor? He's not Dan Stevens. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, he's not Garrett Headland. No. We talked about this on the... We did this in Logan. We did this bit already. Yeah, well, no, and we revisited it recently, too, with... Because yeah. uh, we were talking about The Predator on, like, one of the podcasts. Right. Mm-hmm. He's also not the guy from Sons of Anarchy. Right. Right, oh, that's it. Yeah. 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 Name. Yep. Yeah. Third time's the charm. For we'll figure bit. it out. Um, Olivia Munn was fine, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I liked, I liked her for the most part. I didn't, didn't have a lot to do. Her character was weird, but, like... Like it was kind of weird standpoint. she was there like the whole time yeah I mean she's kind of like the foil for like some of like some of the best gags and some of the best action scenes she and, helps to facilitate some of the mm-hmm. punchlines I mean she's stuff, like yeah. no more or less than like some of the lesser like you know Alfie Allen's yeah and the the the, the needles dude or whatever is needler the, mm. the, the the Hispanic guy I believe he is. Oh, oh, oh. The guy who makes Nettles. the... Nettles. Nettles. He's Nettles. like the one unknown in this. Yeah. Who, like, I looked at his IMDb real quick to be like, nothing. is this guy anybody? He's been in, like, nothing. He's been in, like, TV shows and stuff. He was funny. He was one of the he's, funnier he's, guys. He's, he's funny. fine. Like, everybody, even, like, the lesser characters, like, I think everybody's kind of on their game with this, with the exception of the main character. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? Is it Justin Tremblay? The, guy, the kid Jacob. from Room? Jacob Tremblay? Yeah. That kid... Okay, uh, never mind. We'll, uh, save it. <laughs> never mind about that kid. Keep it in your pocket. Uh, okay, well, we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we're gonna, you know, tell you who dies. It's a Predator movie, so, you know, strap in. Uh, okay, thanks for listening, and we'll be right back. Hello. Welcome to another episode of It's Fits, where Story Screen's film laureate, Brian Robert Fitzgibbons speaks on a film. Today, Fitz will discuss the 1968 George A. Romero classic film, Night of the Living Dead. The Night of the Living Dead? I don't know if I've never seen that movie. It's like probably the, I don't know if it's the first, but it, it sounds like a zombie movie. Um... At Night of the Living Dead, I was like, is that the Chainsaw Massacre? No. Chainsaw Massacre is, the first one is a nice art piece. Uh, Night of the Living Dead, I don't know what year it came out. Never seen it. Maybe I've seen clips of it. Um, But yeah, it sounds like the first zombie movie. And the Night of the Living Dead... Hopefully the Misfits do the soundtrack. I'm not sure. Yeah, Night of the Living Dead, the first zombie movie. Even if I'm wrong, go watch it. This has been another episode of It's Fits. Hello, and welcome back to Hot Takes. We're talking about The Predator. The movie about the guy with the dreads who hunts the people and then usually dies. What happens in this movie? Kind of just that. Uh, so what are some outstanding moments to you fellows that happen in this flick? Uh, the that typeface was weird. Yeah, typeface. Very weird. Do you want that? Yeah. 
Do you want to go right into the hotel scene? Oh, uh, no. That's what, like my favorite part of this well, movie. The, so let's... That's the best part. What is there anything good before <laughs> that? Uh, uh, the beginning of the movie is kind of insane. I don't want to walk through this movie, but things I definitely do want to talk about is the use of Asperger's and being on the spectrum with yeah, that kid. Weird. We need to talk about that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and and um, then also the mental illness of everybody on the bus. Yes. Also the mental, the like, the brigade of, of mental illness and how that's handled. You mentioned that before the spoilers. Yes. 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 But then also like the hotel scene is great. Yeah. Um, and there's some fun deaths. There are some fun deaths. People get stabbed in the dick and I like that. Like yeah, the guy did get like that shit. Um, all right. Well, maybe let's let's focus on like kind of like the elephant in the room, which is like the movie deals with mental illness. The movie wants to deal with mental illness. Sure, it mentions these things out loud. Yes, I, there's like if you think about the original Predator, right? Yeah, the original Predator is this like team of bravado guys going into the fucking jungle and being picked off by Predator one by one. Hmm. I think what Shane Black kind of maybe wanted to do was like pick at that like muchacho, uh, um, machismo, machismo. Machacho. Yeah. Not muchacho. <laughs> uh, like the machismo of the this, this soldiers, this like group of soldiers and show like a very damaged, like wounded group of soldiers yeah. and like make something out of that but and without like, having a conversation about like male toxicity or like mm-hmm. any of those things that are interesting yeah like there's so much there that would have been yeah. really a really interesting like foil to a predator movie to have like this is a ragtag bunch of like very damaged very much like the negative impacts of that kind of like male bravado right because we have some people who like have PTSD maybe and then there's a there's a character Michael who, Key has has the PTSD and well, then, he clearly has an anxiety attack. In this sure, movie. yeah, yeah. Um, and then like there's that one character who has Tourette's, but like I thought that was one of the more mishandled. For yeah. sure, it's like it's the butt of a joke, and it's like you know, like South Park was doing that back before like PC culture was really on the rise, and like you know, I just don't you know the way they handled that. I did not think it was it was just kind of the butt of every joke. Um, the main character's son. Uh, has Asperger's in the movie, and I don't think it's handled like particularly well. They do the like eight year old savant that yeah, has magic Asperger's. Asperger's. Yeah, yeah, where he just like, can kind of like do <laughs> who just gets to work with all the grown up <laughs> eventually, eventually went yeah. to college and it's like oh you're degrees just, so you're science. just smart enough to do this and like you know they they kind of hide behind the idea of just like. No, he's like the next step in the evolutionary chain, which is like that was the worst line of this fucking. It's movie. just like a guess, like I don't know, like he she. Olivia Munn says at some point, some people say that that Asperger being on, being the, on spectrum the spectrum is not is not a mental illness or disease at all. It's actually the next step in the the evolutionary chain. I don't think anyone's ever said that. I'm not sure. It's one of those things you can say, and it sounds like it can be considered, but really, when you start to break it down, you're kind of like. I don't know if you're the one to be saying this Predator movie. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, That's a conversation for somewhere I mean, like, else. Is there a conversation about how like, you know, that kind of like being on the spectrum sometimes results in people having very, very good focus on like very specific things, but sure. having harder times with like regular social, quote unquote, what everybody else considers regular social interactions. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Does that mean like every kid with Asperger's like. When they introduce the kid, like, with the chessboard getting knocked over, and then yeah. him remembering where every single piece is on, like, four different chessboards, 
that's when it's like the magic Asperger's. Yeah. And it's like, guys, don't don't touch this and don't rain man this. I mean, you know, the the Power Rangers movie that came out last year dealt with a character who was on the spectrum, and I thought that they handled that very well by, you know, not being like what you have gives you superpowers, but it was just kind of like what you have we all accept you for, you know? And it was a much more positive, kind of, like, realistic spin on, like, someone who would be going through something like that in modern-day society. But, yeah, like, this, like, I think Tim said, like, the eight-year-old savant, it's just, like, it doesn't really work, and it's just, again, they're using these things as plot devices. It feels and it's kind of like, yeah, it's just like, yeah, I don't know. It feels like mid-2000s kind of fair with that sort of stuff, where, like, that stuff is, like, coming into play yeah. and that's becoming like it becomes like everybody's kind of superpower or whatever rather than just like part of who they are like power you mentioned power rangers mm-hmm. that handled a lot of that stuff a lot better like there's a queer person in power rangers yeah. and it's just like this is how i am and everybody else is like okay cool yeah and that they just kind of you know move, move on, on. Mm-hmm. birds you mentioned before that you did you say you like the way that they handle it in the movie or i was talking about something else because okay something else never they mind no no but i did want to say about this yeah i I know that this movie went through, like, extensive reshoots and stuff. Like, that was, like, heavily covered that there's Fox... A co- there's a controversial scene that was reshot, right? Or... That was, that was, no, that was just removed. I'm talking... This oh, okay. was way before all that. This gotcha. is, like, uh, like two and a half, three weeks of, like, reshoots where Fox pretty much, like, gutted the movie and changed, like, character deaths, changed character oh, wow. dynamics and stuff like that. Um, so I don't know... But taking that into consideration and starting to think about this whole like subplot on mental illness or mental instability and the pros and cons of those and how to look at them in different lights, I think that that must have been more prevalent in the original cut because mm-hmm. you think about it, we have, you know, uh, we're mentioning that, you know, the eight year old savant kid uh, and then every single it's like our heroes are like a group of mentally ill Right. Soldiers, all with different types of mental illness or types of uh, just t- different types of mental illnesses due to things that they've either done to themselves or have been done to them in the line of duty. And yeah. I feel like those as our heroes doing that, it's like there has to be something there, some connective tissue that they're trying to talk about with the evolution right. yeah. of everything and, and uh, a- aliens trying to like take our genes and the best of us and stuff like that. And it's like the things that we deem and look down upon in society might be the things that are very special and worthwhile. I think that's what they're trying to talk about, but it's just done in like, you know, you're talking about this really touchy, sensitive situation while you're also like blowing up (laughs) like soldiers, like unnamed soldiers randomly. And there's like alien dogs with dreadlocks. It's like, it's too, you're not, it's not the (laughs) right thing to do. And some of the scenes I really didn't appreciate. Like there's like a bunch of scenes where they like, they use the, the word retarded and it's just kind of like, Guys, I don't know. Like, if you're, like it was right there for a second. You know, I was. They were yeah. just like, you know, you shouldn't use that word. And it was kind I'm of a like, huge proponent. I was like, yeah. yes, you should not you use that word. That it is yeah. a nasty, mean word. And then they just they do that, and I'm like, oh, that's really nice. And then just tossing that in there because it's a movie dealing with pull mental the, illnesses. Pull the rug and they just out pull it right yeah. back out. Yeah. And it's a funny joke. I get it, but it's also like if you're trying to make this conversation and start it and have it, yeah. Just have it. Throwing it under the bus immediately like it's a joke. Isn't it nice to respect people with mental illnesses? Like it, yeah. it's well, it's they, a little disrespectful. Well, they, they turn they, around and just use it as the joke. And use it as a joke. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah. And they it, even say in front of his dad and his dad just sort of like keeps walking. Like He, he just kind of shrugs it off. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. just like, all right. Like, 
it's, it's one of the like low points in the movie. Um, I mean, there's like, you know, listen, the movie's not amazing. Like I said earlier that I really liked it because I do think what the movie's trying to do, it does fine and it does well and it did it in a way that I enjoyed it. But like, you know, it's the, the crux of it for me and the things that really took me out of it was like that scene in particular and just like them just dealing with, because like I don't mind a movie that wants to, you know, talk about these kind of issues or like talk about people who, who deal with this on an everyday basis, but like don't have the conversation if you're not going to be respectful about it. You know? I, I that's think a great it, way to, that's like, you know, yeah. you can obviously have important conversations like that Absolutely. in your summer blockbuster action movies yes. about fighting aliens. It's just that you really need to understand that it's a tight rope you're walking. And I really feel like, I honestly, I, I want to look into it more, but I feel like the reshoots and everything kind of took that away because Shane Black is usually very good at yeah. talking about these things. Like he, he examined PTSD in Iron Man 3 and, you know, he examines depression and Lethal Weapon and the nice guys yeah. and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Like he's, he's very good at dealing with these internal struggles and making them external with the plots of his yeah. movies. So I really feel like the reshoots on this probably kind of tweaked everything around and not the best way and not the best way the studio a, wanted a more of a just make this a hollywood movie just, just yeah. Yeah, yeah like the scene where they do the the retarded joke yeah. that looks like a reshot scene nothing there's no set piece in it nothing happens and it's all character dialogue and all of these different character ticks are brought back again. up yeah. so yeah they could reshoot all the stuff on the bus change the characters reshoot that scene and then reshoot some death scenes and you just get the one two three and now yeah. you've changed the structure of character no. arcs and that changes the structure of the whole movie it's, it's entirely possible it's really a shame because like if they had landed with that stuff it would have been a fantastic movie i think i think it really like if you you know the 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 dumb like predator parts are are fine for what they are for the most part like the violence and the gore like like i said i think there's some fun deaths in there um and there's some very good like very humorous uh, interaction between these characters but i think if they had have landed if they really wanted to say something about the effects of ptsd and 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 toxic masculinity yeah. and like mental illness and all that stuff that would have made for a very strong movie an interesting movie, and a very yeah. interesting movie especially in a movie that is like surrounded by a predator rapper and think- it's a shame that mm-hmm whatever happened this all got like just it just feels like all those things were thrown into a bag and jumbled up and this yeah. is what like editing like yes. that's why i think the all the reshoots and that's where the editing yeah. kind of comes from is like the editing in this is like abysmal because i think that they were dealing with scraps from an older cut and a newer cut that weren't tonally jiving yeah and I, again i don't know exactly to the extent of what was cut what was reshot I don't know that, but you can, all of our problems that we're having with it, you can really see that it kind of stems from the editing process. Yeah. Yeah. Even our hero, uh, he ends up being the one seen as like the hero in the normal one, but he has a whole subplot of basically being like a sociopath because he talks about how much he likes killing people. Yeah. And yeah. that's never really touched upon besides Well, that's, that's his mental illness. Right? right. Like that's what he, like his, we're introduced to him, you know, where he's just like, are we really betting money on them if they're going to kill the hostages? <laughs> yeah, put me in for twenty. He has no, he has no empathy. Yeah, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. um, and he's a soldier. And like, like we keep on bringing up these like interesting topics, and it's just, you know, for me, the the thing about Iron Man three, and I keep going back to it because I do think we have a blockbuster that deals with the real human issue, and I think that was the thing. That's always the take man from Iron. That's always the takeaway from Iron Man three. The takeaway from Iron Man three is just like, wow, that superhero movie was crazy. I can't believe it dealed with P- with 
with Tony Stark's PTSD from the Avengers movie. Like, that's a really good callback and expansion on something that, like, yeah, dude, if I flew into space in my rocket suit, I'd be pretty fucking scared when I came down. Forever. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And I do, you know, I really like the pitch of a Predator movie, a movie that typically deals with a squad of dudes being hunted by the Apex dude, and... By shifting that to 2018, you know, making it about them fighting their own inner demons while also fighting this thing that hunts them. That's a cool pitch. What if the true Predator was inside us all along? Yeah, that's the other thing the movie tries to deal with is like, what if we're what if we're the Walking Dead? Oh, well, they've got that really on-the-nose uh, shot at the end where it's yeah. like the shadows look like aliens yeah. coming in and then it turns into humans. I kind of like that. <laughs> it's so Fucking on the... It's like, okay. Yeah. All right. Let's relax. And uh, before we get to all of that, I want want to do the... The thing that I liked about the movie that was kind of controversial was the the climate change bit. Yeah, Yeah. they threw that in there. It makes sense because that's one of the big things about the Predator is that it likes hot places. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's why it's in the jungle in the first one. And then the second one, it's during like a made-up heat wave in L.A. And so, like, that makes sense, and uh, it's happening. Like, it's yeah. a real thing, and I like that this is showing up in movies a lot. Have you guys, has anybody here seen the first Reformed movie, the Ethan Hawke movie that came out this year where he's the priest? Nope. No. Very fucking good. Cool. Um, uh, written and directed by Paul Schrader, the guy who wrote, like, Taxi Driver and oh. Blue Collar. Uh, and that movie is, like, a climate change movie, like, secretly, and it's about a priest... Well, learns. Not so secret anymore. Huh? <laughs> well, no, no, it happens like right in the beginning, and I think there's stuff in the trailer like about it. Okay, but it focuses way more on that, and it's about a priest, a man of faith, mm-hmm. learning more about climate change. And as he learns about it, like he starts having a loss of faith that he was already having before, because he's like, "Will God?" The, I, the question is, "Will God?" If you're a religious person, will God forgive us for what we've done to the planet? Okay. And it's just like a really weird, like introducing climate change, whether it's a very big deal like in first reformed or a very small deal and just kind of like a plot device to get the story going in the predator in like a really indie paul schrader movie and like a big blockbuster remake is really weird that it's like it's really just kind of just being used now as a fact it felt so throwaway in this though like i I think it's supposed to be it's like why are they here what's going on because it's entirely stupid of of like this predator invasion is so throwaway the entire time because really all really you have one predator hunting down another predator for stolen goods and but they don't ever really like get into it all why this why this predator wants to help humans besides I guess the idea oh, that it me. has it has no, like it's I mean it. <laughs> it's it's in there I guess because they say like the, this predator has some human DNA in it. Which I guess for what some reason. What does that reason, mean? Wait, I guess for some reason. Listen, I'm stretching. No, I know. But <laughs> what does like, that mean? Maybe the idea is that this predator has like some human DNA in it, so that gives it some sort of like connection. empathy or connection to humans. Yeah, he does when he crash lands is kill people, and then when he wakes up, kill some more people. Well, he crash lands, and he's basically like kind of being attacked in the beginning. He, like, mm-hmm. kind of wakes up and is like... No, he doesn't... Th- I mean, we don't see Hayes or Haynes or, like, the first person that gets killed on... Uh, yeah, right, the Hayes. Lo- on, bag- on Logan Bad Guy's... Uh, Not Dan Stevens. 
Yeah, but they're like in the they're soldiers. They're in the woods. Yeah, but because of guts they're armed and, like, and stuff. You know, guts. Yeah, but that's kind of like second kinda, nature he's to got a predator. You know? cloak. He can't just like walk away from that. I don't know. Yeah. Again, he seems I'm, like a dick. I'm yeah. trying to be really nice to this movie. I'm, I'm playing the Mike Burge role here because um, he gets mad at me when I get mean to alien affiliated movies. So, um, oh, mean. Not getting. That's I get upset about that. Uh, no, I'm mean to that movie. Yeah, I get okay. it. I just don't fucking like it. Yeah. Um, maybe that's what this movie needs. It needs a Predator Covenant. Maybe I, well, to answer all, right, so, all the Prometheus questions. I've weird, been it's looking. So weird that they had this it. all this like bigger background stuff to it, right? That they just kind of like sprinkle in there. Again, that's probably the issue. They probably well, took a bunch of that I think shit also, out. Also, the issue is. Uh, when you are introducing all of this kind of backstory and lore into the movies, humans have to explain it. So then it's just exposition. So like you know, they already did enough of it with them being like, "I think it might be human. I think he's something down other people. I think he's it's just like, yeah, I know what you fucking think. Yeah. It's everything the movie's not telling you. <laughs> like I get joke. it. Yeah, he's a pre- oh no, he's more of a big game hunter. Oh, that's what I see. Exactly. Yeah. It's uh, just like you know, you, it's it's hard to kind of even add empathy to the predator because he doesn't fucking talk so humans have to say it and they're already saying enough you know I think there are times when like the humans have teamed up with the predators in like the AVP movies for like a hot second when they're like you know we're kind of on the same side I thought there was going to be more of a team up and then that predator gets fucking killed in the sickest way it's one of those things where it's like Robocop versus Terminator you're going to make the Terminators the bad guys because there's a lot of them there's only one Robocop Right. Yeah, and predator versus alien, you're gonna make the predators kind of more like the root for person because we're used to there only being one of them. There's a right. lot of them, but we're and used yeah. to there only being one of them. Whereas in like aliens, we're used to seeing them with a bunch. And Alien Resurrection had already come out that point, right. even though one and three in Alien had. I mean, even in AV in AVP, you know, they're picking off the humans by one one by one, but the squad of predators that come get picked off one by one. So yeah, yeah they. Play with these tropes. I'm surprised it felt like this movie wanted it to turn around where, like, the uh, the first predator, the small predator, Virgin predator. I guess, yeah, I guess. <laughs> versus the Chad predator, yeah, yeah, sure, so Chad. the incel predator. Um, yeah. he uh, he, like, it seemed like he was gonna turn around and like team up with the humans because he was very much this one dealing with was like interacting with people in a way. Like, one bit I really liked is when he picked up the arm. And like did the thumbs up. Oh yeah, like that yeah, was, was layers. Or I like when bit. he was hi- holding the kid and he like looked at them. It was, it was just like so easy, but he's just pointing for them to put their guns down. Yeah, and it's like that physical humor the predator has never had. No, and I'm like that's cool. Well, usually- it's not the phys- it's like the humor part is going there a little bit, but yeah. the first two predators, like the predator is interacting because it's a sentient knowledgeable soldier. It's right. just an alien. Like it knows, it gets that these are alien soldiers. Like. Mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger in the first one is the predator version to the predator. Right. He's right. like, oh, you're the one that's worth like, I'm going to take my armor off. I'm going to take you down, the motherfucker. Yeah. Like he gets it. They and, fuck with each other. And they yeah. have a bit, but you know. They, with they, the, it, this one interacts a lot more with humans than previous ones. Like the in the original predator, he is like, I'm going to take off my armor. But he's not like doing hand gestures exactly. to Arnold. Uh, yeah. I mean, he does do like the whole like, and, the you know, this is just like. Thing carrying on the conversation that like he does like the like arms out kind of like yeah bars like come at me kind of thing there's a physicality for sure and he definitely like when arnold is first trying to trick him he like is coming like do it do it now do it now that kind of thing and the predator like comes in and then he sees something and he like looks at it and he like touches the spike and then he like looks at arnold and then backs away like there's a knowledgeability that's big this predator just happens (laughs) to have a sense of humor yeah i like how he uses the hand 
not the thumbs up part, but he uses the hand and then mimics the voice to be able to get into the decontamination thing. And we don't see him use the hand. We just hear him like do the voice that we just heard. And then he walks in and he just drops something and you barely see what it is. But like you get one second to put it together in your head. And like that's smart filmmaking because it makes the audience... It's cool, and it makes them feel smart because they had to piece it together. They weren't right. handed everything. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, they have to piece it together. They weren't handed everything. Hey. Or at worst, they just miss it, and it doesn't really matter. And it doesn't matter because it's just a throwaway. He's in the room. Yeah, yeah it's fine. But no, I, so instead of them like teaming up with this predator, he gets just fucking murdered <laughs> yeah, in the that scene way possible. is cool, it was cool as fuck. Yeah, it definitely subverted, subverted my expectation there. Yeah, it made the movie poster make sense. Yeah. There you go. Spoiler alert. Spoil- well, we're in the spoiler alert part, yeah. so alert, yeah. you're here. Um, I, one last thing on that Predator while we're talking about him. I really liked <laughs> that that was a, like, prosthetic Predator, like the first one. Doesn't it small make all guy. the difference? And then the rest of the movie, when it's the 100% CGI Predator, huh. looked like dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> That is good. Listen, if there's stupid there's internal. one there's a lot of common uh, things that come up in hot takes and our movie podcasts, and it's you know practical effects are king. Dude, oh the, shit! Dude, this oh, movie is, is uh, uh, Jurassic World. Mm, it's not. They as bad genetically as engineer a bigger, <laughs> badder, meaner. Well, the predator, predator. The predators do it, not the humans. The predators do it. That's yeah. like the same plot of Jurassic World. Now, who's being mean? That's what it is. Well, yes, but this is definitely. And not at as least bad Jurassic, Jurassic World, World has the fucking decency to show us Chris Pratt drinking Coca Cola. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, I don't like. Well, not that one. Like, and again, they couldn't. We don't know what, like, what the fucking logistics of like is like. So is there's one rogue predator, but then are all the good predators the apex? We predator? don't know. Like, they they don't say. Like, the the predator. Yeah. yeah, and it's like you know those things are like. The, two points, but was, they're just kind of distracting. You're just like, <laughs> so how does how does their the fucking people thing editing work? this movie don't know what the fuck is going on? No, yeah, I don't think so. I mean, there's no like they're so confused. There's no like it. one clear cut kind of like thematic engine in the movie because there's a few like really shitty ones. It's just like mental illness, and there's also just like you know evolution, and then like for for a little bit like you know. There's the the predator the, the society. Tra- well, there's like the trading card and like the in the bicycle, and it's just like global warming, global warming, global warming, and it's just like a bunch of just really shitty engines in a script that just don't all work. They don't even fire it all together. Like they're just all kind of very weak. And what the hell is Sterling K. Brown eating in this fucking movie? What's I thought it was Tums. Tums. I thought it was Tums. Is Tums? Chew Tums. What is he doing? Yeah. No, you do chew tums. We chew tums like for a second. You don't like right. load up. This guy, yeah, he's just like loaded. Exactly. Yeah. Just is that it? It's tums because he's got heartburn for being Ooh. an asshole. Global warming. warming. Why does he get shot in the head by his own shoulder cannon? Because the movie's stupid. Uh, yeah. Oh. Olivia Munn just says. Olivia Munn just like says, "Hey," and he like looks over, and the shoulder cannon Tur- turns out that is off. the trigger. I did not. <laughs> I did not know that that's what happened until I didn't know yeah. either. Until, until Tim mentioned it in the lobby afterwards. It's I was like. So fast. Brown's character. Yeah. I, knew, so I knew he died, but I, I was like, did, did he get shot? Like, what happened? I thought at first that he shot a living That's what I thought for a second, too. I was like, like holy That's shit. pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Just to do that out of nowhere. Whatever. Yeah, that was weird. I mean, I didn't even know that he, like, had it until what? until he's, like, walking the woods, and I'm like, Oh, he has a shoulder gun. Well, they, they he says okay. like they've got some predator technology. And what's the what's the one that like it's the 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 
the one that the the weapon that they use to the get the the dog in the truck, and then he's got it later, and he oh. puts it on the arm. I think of, it's like a grenade blade of some. But he like puts. Oh it, yeah, the, no, the, it's it's the the like um. It's a boomerang. Uh, shuriken, shuriken, because the guy oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah, shoots yeah. it. And then they're like, it's going to come back. They're like, no it's going to come back. And they're like, yeah. oh, it's coming back. It's coming back. And then it cuts the guy's hand off. I think it's just to cut the guy's hand off. And I then feel for like, Sterling I feel K. Like Brown. I feel like that, uh, that, that arm thing that it goes back into would probably be a good place for it to be. Yeah. Yeah. For when you shoot it. So that you yeah. have that. Yeah. I Why are those two things dude, separate? The editing, it's fucked. It's zany. I thought it was a grenade point. because it blew up. Yeah. And then it blew up. Why would the active camo ball be a ball and not just like a part of your yeah, fucking suit? That didn't make any sense. Yeah. And then he shits it out halfway through the movie. I'm like, that doesn't count as a callback. Fuck yeah. you. Oh yeah. What a lazy call. Like that's gotta be it's like so a character lazy. shows up. He literally is, stops. He's like, he's like, my, tum- he's like yeah. my tummy. <laughs> it's gotta be like a joke. Like character shows up and he's invisible and he saves the day in like a moment or something. Yeah. And then they're like, how'd you do that? And he's like, this. And he's like, where were you keeping that? I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. It would yeah. still be stupid. Yeah, he gives, somehow, he gives like, then he gives the ball wants, to his kid. He gives the shit ball to his kid. It's like this is a metal turd. He spits on it, gives a little yeah. apple shine. Yeah. <laughs> I, Olivia Munn winds up with it. Yeah. Yeah. Can we she talk about how it later. dopey all Sterling King Sterling K. Brown's guys are? They look like geeks. Oh yeah, the you kept saying time. every time they were on screen, Tim was under his breath like these fucking dorks. Yeah, they're a bunch <laughs> of fucking <laughs> near. That's like good nerds. call. Stupid yeah. ball claws and all black, and like all the other military guys look like regular. And Sterling K. Brown is just wearing his like Levi's jacket, like as they all come he's out. Kind of like, he's kind of like he's kind of like Thanos from Sicario. Like he's just like being well, like on. that guy. What did you? Are you talking say? about Josh Brolin? <laughs> yeah, being Josh Brolin. Yeah, Josh you know, he's, he's like Thanos. Like, it's just Sicario. like it's just like you know, I'm like you know, Mr. Cocky leader of military man, and that's like basically his, his character. I guess so. Uh, while we're on Sicario for the briefest of moments, oh boy, do you know how they have like uh, uh, genres uh, selections for like different streaming services, yeah. like critically acclaimed, blah blah blahs. There's one. Thank you for your service. And it was like Rescue 911, oh NYPD Blue, and fucking Sicario was right the on first, there. The first, like, that is the first one. I was that, like, that is, is not what that movie is about. What that, that movie, movie is. is not about that. I almost wanted to contact uh, PlayStation and be like, "That is hey. in a, I'm a veteran, hey. and that is inappropriate." <laughs> That's true. That's like the one card the I can movie. always pull out if I really want to be a dick about it's something. It's a good card to have in America. Listen, I'm a veteran. That is inappropriate. That's inappropriate. That's a t-shirt right there. We I'm a veteran. A Colin Kaepernick is allowed to kneel. Leave the conversation right now. There you go. There you go. It's easy. See your way out. Goodbye. We did a couple good America soldier moments uh, in this that I think were, were straightforward. Alfie Allen died? Which huh? one's Alfie Allen? Alfie Allen is uh, Reek from Game of Thrones. Oh, yes. Why is he non-American in an American military jail? I... I'm curious as to that as well because he's uh, speaking uh, in an American accent. It seemed like. Well, no, he's, he's I Irish. He had a, I, had a, he had I didn't catch up on that. No, he's Irish. Somebody mentioned he a, that he was Irish, and they called him Lucky Charms. I was like, is he supposed to be Irish? No, so, his accent is definitely Irish. In his right? first yeah. scene, I didn't notice he was Irish, and then later in the movie, I noticed he had an accent, and I was like, did this change? No, I is noticed. That he, no, he had an illness. He had an accent. He's one of those Napoleon guys. Sometimes, like certain words, like Irish has the regular R. So it doesn't, it's not as immediately noticeable. So mm. certain times, certain sentences. I mean, he doesn't really say that much too. He's no, kind he of like lesser says anything. of, yeah. He does like one magic trick for like two seconds. Mm-hmm. That, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. He does, yeah. It was Which weird. never it's comes like, in the play. Why does he do more magic stuff? I don't know. Um, 
I mean, so what's that thing at the end in the bandana where it's just like all the shit oh, and like we've car. never been introduced to yeah. any of yeah. like and, almost any of this then, stuff? But then not Dan Stevens, just like we probably forget. He says it in the most like unceremonious way. He's just like, well, we probably forget about these fuckers. We right? should probably bury this stuff. Yeah, and it's just like everybody else like, is gonna forget. I mean, they saved your life. <laughs> there are bro. pieces of our friends all over this goddamn forest, but I guess we could bury these like. Just garbage. I don't know. Really left yeah. behind. And he asks the question. He asks Jacob Tremblay. He's like, "Oh man, that guy had this on him the whole time, huh?" Like he asks Jacob Tremblay that, which leads me to believe that Jacob Tremblay was walking around all these dead bodies and like looking through them to find that's, the that's thing. What I, thought. I was like, "Did this kid like rob all well, of your no. There's a lot? few like yeah. time travel. Like, how did Olivia Munn get to where the ship was? So fast. Because the movie's stupid. Yeah, it was, I mean, that's the, the least of my concerns. Is really. it? I, she got there. I was just like, I like almost. I was like, I should do that. This thing was flying through the air for a while. Yeah, and, there, and going like it could have traveled continents. How fast it was going. Yeah, there but were a just, couple scenes when uh, Jacob Tremblay is is uh, is interacting with the. Um, the other guys in the troop, off, like just in the background, and pickpocketing them, I either guess? or getting or like he's a little kid and they're like, oh here, have this card. There's with this a nudie card. Yeah, I really wanted him to kill his bullies by accident. Oh my god, I couldn't believe he well, killed that one guy. Killed that one guy. guy was a dick. It's Halloween. Bro. Oh, I'm not saying he shouldn't die. And the I'm guy, not saying those kids shouldn't die. The guy that lives but, at 420 Blaze It Lane. <laughs> yeah, oh, fuck yeah, that was yeah. Fun. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, so we spent a lot of time talking about, like, the real stupid parts of the movie, but, like, the the real, like, comedic moments, like, a lot of them really did land. They land. 420 House was really sick. Um, I mean, him just fucking blowing that guy that away. Hilarious. Super unceremoniously, yeah. like, yeah. just the mask just, like, turning around and blowing the fuck out of that guy. And he doesn't even care. Yeah. Yeah, he's just like, whatever. I'm a psychopath just like my dad. <laughs> mm-hmm. A lot of, you know, like we mentioned uh, a lot of times, but a lot of the, you know, comedic ensemble moments of the troops were really funny. Yeah. You know, like I didn't like when they made the retard joke, but I, you know, the hotel, like their, ban- their banter was the fun. The hotel scene is, that's, is, the, that's, is that's the spaghetti well, scene. Of that's the movie. it. That's perfect. <laughs> that's the movie spaghetti scene. Is yeah. like, that's, I was thinking about while right after that happened, I was like, when you see a movie and you want to recommend it to people or watch it with people, yeah, that's the scene. Like that's the type of scene that you wait for. Yeah, this like where you're just scene, like yeah. get to that hotel scene and then you're gonna have yourself a good like six minutes of movie that just keeps giving and giving yeah. and giving and all yeah. these different. I love how they're just putting shit on the bed for like. There's something that's really <laughs> so funny, funny about funny. That. like a cat. Yeah. Like it's just like putting all the different things around the room. Yeah, like the they, coffee and they're who like, who taught you about human beings? <laughs> Apparently they just don't have any fucking idea what they're doing. He what? made her, her a tinfoil unicorn because, I don't know. And they have I mean, a it's Demi- a great joke. It's so it's funny when, when she's like, what, what is it? And he's like, I'm sorry, it's a piece of shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, <that> was- <laughs> <laughs> sorry, it's a, I know, it's a total piece of shit. I know, I'm sorry. Is Thomas Jane wearing a Hawaiian shirt in a nod to Lethal Weapon? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, well, I mean, I'd figure it's just like, that's just Shane Black's like attitude. I like that Shane Black usually does stuff on Christmas, and this one it's Halloween Yeah. for, for Predator, because it's a horror movie. I like that. But there's also like, in, when you get that one Halloween scene, Trick or Treaters, there is a Christmas tree in front of, uh, oh, there you uh, go. there's like Christmas decorations up at a house. Yeah, I almost wish they like did some more Halloween-y stuff. Yeah, I like I was that. Like, I like, I like that. Yeah. Cool. They were running into the school that says uh, like a Halloween haunted, haunted Halloween Welcome. thing on this blah blah I thought they were about to yeah. guest it you know yeah. and the guest when they uh, go yeah. into they're the, going through the, the Halloween house. haunted yeah. house thing I was like oh that's gonna be fun Predator I'm haunted into, house I'm into that and it then they didn't sense. do it yeah 
Not Dan Stevens they is just right fought there. In the hallway. Not Dan Stevens is right there to do that bit. And he looks the most like Dan Stevens when he's in the guest. Yes, I agree. Beefy, beefy Dan yeah, Stevens. Beefy Dan Stevens. Yeah. Not like this Legion Dan Stevens. Weak. No, that's a sleek. More like limber. Slimmed him down. Mm. Made him real beefy for being the beast. He's so on. Those were stilts. What? Mm-hmm. What? I've seen the pictures. Okay. I'll show you a picture later. Let me see. Um. All right, boys. I think uh, we've squeegeed out the green blood from the Predator as long as we could. Is there any other... We're going to talk about that end scene? Which... What happens with... Oh, yeah, when he gets... He he just turns into a Predator? What is the yellow jacket version of, like, the Predator suit? Yeah, he looks like a Didn't think you were going to get an Ant-Man reference today, did you? And you did. I got it. Good for you. Good. Good for you. They were... Is that his name? Yellow jacket? They... Oh. In the the first Ant-Man. Yeah. Yes. Because it's not the wasp, because that's his chick friend. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, do Bugs. you think the original cut of this movie, or like Shane Black's original vision, was we're going to make sequels to this and kind of try to build a Predator-verse around? I mean, there's already a, fran- a Predator franchise, but sure. like, this is the reboot of like the Predator-verse, because like, every movie n- now needs to be franchisable. And then I can't tell if like <laughs> they were making this to be a franchise and halfway through making it, they were like, there's no hope here. We just need to like slap or, this thing together. Or at the or end the of it, opposite. went back and... Yes. Yeah. Or at the o- end of it, we're like, oh no, we need to try to franchise this and make this into a bigger thing. I'm not well, sure. The, the, but wherever they landed, it was halfway in the middle and it's just a, like a mess. Is Are the Chad Predators the same Chad Predators from... The Adrian Brody Predators. Oh, I never saw that one. Is that a good movie? What do you mean? Like, the same <laughs> What do you think? I'm person? Young Tim. Well, no, because it's, 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 it's okay. It's worth a watch. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Is, I mean, it, is it cool? Like, it's cool. Definitely. It's okay. Okay. Dude, is, it's a, one, is it better than this movie? A guy a guy fights a predator with a samurai sword. Yeah, yeah. More fucking Morpheus cool. fights that is, that is, more predator with... No, Morpheus no. is like a Vietnam vet, basically, in this one. They didn't give Morpheus a sword? No, he's like, a, he's like a sneaky, like, <laughs> he's a sneaky guy. Would you say Predators is better than this movie? I, I don't know if you can compare them. They're like so like Predators is more of a original style. Well, I don't know if it's original style, but it's, it's they're two very different movies. Yeah. I'd say they're if if I they're even. Okay, for but they're very doing different, different things. things. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. All right, I'll give you that. Much more stylistic uh, in Predators. Uh, yeah, because they drop them. They drop the characters in like PUBG style. I'm not a PUBG joke here. I'll uh, take it and. Every time, Tim. Yeah. What a very small battle royale it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's all about, like, the fight. Whereas this one has a lot more of this interactive interaction up with to... the world and Earth and everything. Yeah. yeah. Fair. Um, What's yeah. up with the dog that they lobotomized and then it became friendly? I don't fucking know. I don't get yeah, that, that either. Really I liked the dog when and he was friendly. Because I was like, I like... And then, it? No, I think it blew up the truck it was in. It, it wasn't doing no, anything. They didn't know because it, like, dropped... It, oh no! It did attack the final. It seemed like Chad they they end. wanted it to yes. do more, but yeah, I guess it attacked Chad at the end. But it con- constantly was like barfing up grenades and like other weaponry. It was weird. I liked <laughs> I liked the dog because it was so stupid, and I'm like, it's perfect. It's 
still <laughs> so dumb. They even kind of offhandedly say, like, why does the dog have dreadlocks also? Yeah, and yes, like, I think it's for some kind of sensory, and I was just like, I just wish, just I just up, wish you just, just don't even fucking bring it up. Just, yeah. just whatever. No, that you have to bring it up, because it's so yeah. dumb. That's what I mean. This movie feels like a self-parody. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. no, it's it's very like yeah. self-aware, because it's Shane Black. And, and when they're making fun of, like, that's not what a predator does. Well, it's not really a predator. It's more of, like, a game hunter. Like, I, every time they do that bit, I'm like, this could be, oh, I'd watch a whole movie of this. That's fine. Yeah, and I did. So, like, I would watch a whole movie of we them named, actually interacting it, and having fun with each we other, named and laughing. It, we named it Predator because it sounded cooler, and everyone was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Like, That's Fuck yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, that was a yeah good it's line. funny. <laughs> Sterling Cake. I cannot wait for this to come out on DVD so I can get a, a clip of Sterling K. Brown at the end just being like, "What does he scream at Olivia Munn?" He's just like, "Shut." The fuck up, or like he says oh, something. Yeah. I think it's but that. But he puts like the five emphasis. beats in between every word. He's like, yeah. "Shut the fuck up." Something it's like great that. Stuff. It was very good. Yeah, the end of the movie is just fucking banana sandwich because apparently the sarcophagus that I didn't know they were looking for, they found. I wanted Arnold to come out of that thing so yeah. far. Me too. Yes, or I, was, me too. I thought maybe Adrian Brody because I wasn't sure if this was a sequel to Predators. Guess what? Not. You still don't know. Yeah. I had the I mean, same idea. I was like, just fuck it. Put a Terminator in that thing. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Terminator something. Like it. Something really it. crazy. But instead, you get, a, you get a gauntlet that makes you into a way weaker, lamer looking version of a Predator. And why yeah. was it yeah. juicy? It was so it was juicy. juicy. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. moist. It was very juicy yeah. with the goop. And why did you need that really big fucking pod for just the one small right. little arm? Doesn't thing? make sense. And you, well, maybe there's multiple of them. There's like a bunch in there. Yeah, and because yeah. I mean, it was pretty ceremoniously like yeah. held up as the one. But yeah. more so, what is up with the editing of that scene? Like, there's no. The timing just feels oh, wrong, and it's every, bad. It's very bad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> movie's not good. Uh, not good. Very Iron Man. Yeah, right. That mm. that part. It's it's like a it's fucking suit. It's Iron like it's, it's the technology that he has, like yeah. on the racetrack in Iron Man Two. That's perfected in Iron Man Three, yeah. directed by Shane Black. It's very fucking weird. It's weird. And then what is what does not Dan Steven says at the end? It's like that's my, that's new, my suit. new suit. And I hope it comes in forty-three long. No. <laughs> he says that's my new suit, Bubba. <laughs> just Bubba. just, just throw that in there. Like, I don't know. Yeah, um, this that's, movie doesn't know what it's doing. No, everyone that's making it is confused, and the people who aren't confused, or the people who are confused and are just having fun with it, are the best characters, like Thomas Jane, yes. Keegan Michael Key. And yeah. uh, like Javante Rose, oh my like, God. they are having the, a lot the of fun. Keegan Michael Key uh, like suicide pact. Oh, that thing. was great. That was Wait, yes. hilarious. Were they gay? I don't know. I, I thought that I, that was a scene where they said like, "Hey, they hang out all the time. They see each other all." Every, no, I thought that's, that's no, what they were not suggesting. Gay. That's the movie being homophobic. Uh, that's they're just really close, and it's and like it was just they're like, always hanging out together. Isn't that weird? <laughs> isn't that weird? Isn't it? Isn't it isn't it Thomas Jane that's like talking him down when he's having the, ang- well, the panic attack? Well, because I think it's revealed that Thomas Jane was the f- sole survivor of the friendly fire attack that Keegan Michael Key oh, did that gave yeah. him PTSD, right? And that's why they have each other's backs, right? And then like they friendly fire each other, hmm. which can also be a euphemism. Yeah, they penetrate each other with bullets. I think friendly fire, oh, yeah. yeah. friendly fire. Yeah, there you go. It's oh, when you yeah. sleep with your friends. Uh, I- I'm uh, picking up what you're putting down. There you go. <laughs> it's fun. Are we got uh, this movie. Are we going to talk about Olivia Munn? Yeah, I was thinking, do we want to go into uh, like the... We should have done that probably before the spoilers even. Like That's uh, the elephant in the room. Oh, what? Uh, the? I mean, you guys can talk about that if you want. I'm not too interested in that. 
Well, it was, I mean, I thought she was fine. I don't know. I mean, no, he's no, talking, we're about, talking the, about the, the naked sexual scene? predator child oh, molester guy. Yeah. The, the yeah. movie did the right thing, taking his scene out. Yeah, I actually think everybody like, like I'm pretty much, much done with about. It. Yes, like, but I think my problem is not. Yes, the movie took the, did the right thing, taking the scene out. Everybody else involved did the wrong thing by like throwing Olivia Munn under the bus for like calling out. That he in was the, in the movie, movie, people did that? No, no outside I mean, of the movie. No, no, I mean, like, the people involved with the movie? I think Sterling K. Brown was the only one who publicly said, like, no, what Olivia Munn did was right, and I support her. And everybody else, like, went quiet. Mm-hmm. Shane Black had, like, multiple apologies that were kind of, like, half-assed. That I mean, I'd, first say, one I'd say Shane Munn, Black is really the only one who is, like, required to make a comment on it. Everybody yeah. else was probably just like... We don't fucking know who this guy. We didn't. We weren't even on set with him. Yeah, Olivia Munn was the only one that showed. So they're probably just kind of minding their own business. I don't even know. I don't know. I mean, but I, you're I right. They know much about According to Olivia Munn, thing. Fox like shamed her for oh her yeah, up and saying all yeah, because it's creating like, a controversy weeks before a movie came out that they're already super nervous about because they just yeah. did two and a half weeks of research. Listen, Fox, nobody would have fucking talked about this movie if it wasn't for the controversy. Dude, she did a. I'll be honest. She I bet you a favor. lot of people go to this movie because Fox made the choice to cut that scene when Olivia Munn pointed it out. And I it became, bet you. This movie was in the news for like two weeks straight before its yeah. release. That's free what, marketing. Can, can someone give me the, the TLDR on like this thing? Because I remember seeing like headlines about it. Tim? But, uh, there was a guy that was a friend of Shane Black who, what, 10 years prior to the movie? It was like uh, 14 or 15 or something. Well, I know, maybe it was 14 was the age of the girl. Yes, that he, he was trying to yes. seduce her. That's why I have that number in my texts. Uh, uh, And then they got found out. He got on a list. And then Shane Black said, uh, well, he's a friend of mine. And, you know, let's try and give him some work. And the scene that he was in with Olivia Munn, he was like harassing her. Like I, she was like a she was jogging, like jogging or something. Yeah. He was being a predator. Yeah, uh, uh, he was a he's a registered sex offender. Yeah, just like read the room the list, on that one. The list of Tim's. So Shane Black about. was just like, oh, let me give my boy some work. Well, yeah. and Shane Black to his own I got detriment. I don't know. Yes. I don't know how much of it is like you know. And I'm not going to defend this. Like he shouldn't have been fucking hired. But yeah. to Shane Black's own merit, he did say like he was not. He was lied to by the guy of the specifics of what it was. Mm. He was aware something happened. He was aware probably of the age. Yeah. So still creepy. Shouldn't have done it. But yeah. he wasn't aware to like the severity of like that it went. But he still should have had the common knowledge to like not fucking do that. Or at the very least, at the very least, make Olivia Munn aware of it yeah. and oh, ask yeah. her opinion right. on being comfortable that's in this. That's the respectful thing to do. Because she sure. found out after the fact. Yeah, and because that's it had when... already done and that's why she was so fucking pissed. Like, she did not have a say in it. Her agency right. in the situation at away. her job was completely taken away. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's fair. I mean... I get that. It's just like, I think that what Fox did and, the, and doing that perfect, the sure. conversation around it... Not so perfect. It's just like, there's. it's so specific... And it's like, well, we shouldn't hire child molesters, sex offenders to star in movies where they are called the predator. Called the predator, <laughs> where they are yeah. sexually harassing someone. Like, no shit, we shouldn't do that. There's the there's way. multiple levels of where you should have stopped along yeah. that tier. You know, Olivia Munn, like. Like, I kept on making the joke, but I was also kind of serious. It was like, oh, I thought, I kept on saying, no, I thought this was a scene that they cut. Yeah, because, because her half of her roles or parts were people harassing her, basically. or her getting naked. Movie keeps trying to find reasons to get her to take clothes off. She only yes. really gets naked in that one scene. Twice. What's the other one? 
Well, she, well, she when she goes in, first time yeah. and when she comes out, yes. true. And then you have Thomas true. Jane with the like eat her pussy joke, which was funny, but also they, like, like recovered. A, a but it was kind of it weird. recovers. It's yeah. sweaty the whole time, yes. and then when it's like, no, he said like she's your pushy, which is also rude. That's the funny part of the yeah, joke. Yeah, that's when what it like. Actually when he's like, but that's also rude if you said that. Yeah, 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 yep. Oh, and the fact that. Olivia Munn actually has the agency in in that scene to be like, what the fuck did you just say to me? Well, yes, yeah, yeah, she's cool. not taking yeah. any shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I mean, I she mean, does save the day. Isn't yeah, Olivia yeah, Munn yeah. like a gamer person? Yeah, I mean, it's she interesting. Like, she's, given her she's career cool. arc, she's cool people. Well, isn't it like yeah. her whole thing? What was it? Given her career arc and like you know, she was on Attack of the Show and like yes, eating hot dogs on a string. You know, yeah, like yeah. like she was horny bait for fourteen year olds for a long time, and so for her to be in these roles where you have guys saying like, "I want to eat your pussy." Yeah. Sucks. Right. It sucks yeah. for her. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I know. I think in that scene, like her, like turning towards that as her just being like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like, there's shotguns, aliens, everything. What the fuck did you just say to me? Yeah. Like, yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's just like you know, it's the hotel scene. Oh, fuck it. I'm gonna defend it. The hotel scene as a whole is great. It's great. I think it's. Right. Great. No, it I think is. some it of is. the jokes are a little dirtier, but they're not necessarily disrespectful because when the jokes are done in that in the hotel room, yes. not the other ones. Those jokes are. Bad. Yes. Um, but like they at least have the decency to like, you know, when they're making something that's kind of like a uh, sexually charged joke that could be hit or miss, they have like the willpower to allow the the person that it's being thrown at in the hotel scene to have agency with it and go back. Like she's not just like like I guess where else do you take that joke? Like no, he says it. It and yeah, she has, has to, to combat yeah. it. and she yeah. has to like combat it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And then he's he's the one that's kind of just like oh sorry. And then the other guy says like no, it's rude anyway. Whatever you said. Yeah, it's just like the retard joke later on where like they go they they go halfway with it where they're like no you shouldn't say that, but then they like do it again like they double yeah. down on it again in a bad way, really bad, really bad, really bad. Yeah, yeah. but they kind of don't do that as much they don't do that in the hotel scene no no in the hotel scene like it's a lot of really good comedic setups like they she grabs a shotgun and it's like I told you she was gonna pick it up and like oh they put it there and then he like tries to take it away from her and this really dramatic thing she pulls the trigger and they're like oh I should, oh, she did. I should, I should have, have bet on that. Like, yeah. That was going to happen <laughs> too. Great. And then it just keeps going. What is this? A unicorn? Yeah. Uh, and there's just all the, oh, I'm going to leave. Oh, they're going to shoot you. They were going to shoot you. I didn't know that. I'm sorry. I yeah. think we have a connection. Like there's all like these like. It's all very fun. Really fun jokes. And you're having a lot of fun. And yeah. then you go back to the movie. The and you're like, Ugh. That's the only scene where the editing does not seem like it was done by 10,000 monkeys with 10,000. Right. Because that's probably an original scene where it was all dialogue. They couldn't get all of those actors scheduled to all come back on one set day for reshoots. So they just kept it. Yeah. Um, uh, that's it. Do you guys have, do you guys have like a pitch on like a good predator movie, whether it be like a director or like a story? Yeah, they made it. The first one? Yeah, it's right there. You can just go watch that. Yeah, okay. It's good. a good Predator movie. Yeah, but that's a good 80s Predator movie. If you want to talk about like a good modern sure. Predator movie, I think this movie is halfway there. I think you get a ragtag bunch of fucked up PTSD soldiers. You deal with the like the idea of, of what that kind of like that can do to a person yeah. and them dealing with that. And then if you have like, you know, you want to incorporate a bigger Predator story and you talk about Predators coming in and infiltrating the world and... That you run with the global warming thing, yeah. blah, blah, blah. There's like, there are layers to this movie that could tell a much better story. I mean, I think if you want to make, you know, 
the predators more interesting, they need to be humanized a little bit so we can relate to them. Mm-hmm. But that has not been done ever. So well, they tried to humanize them in this, but they just used DNA instead of actual like Empathy. writing. Good writing. Yeah. Tim, you got any opinions on that? Um, I think if you want to do a good predator movie, I don't look look to the comics. There's probably at least one or two runs that are probably yeah. really well written. And you can yeah. sort of adapt to that. I, I, I don't even lore out there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I definitely agree that this movie, like, there there are shades of it, like, just being very close. But it just strays so far away at so many points. But, like, I think what this movie gets really right most of the time is just kind of the energy. You know, it's fast-paced. Yeah. It always is moving. When it halts, it's because of comedy. And the movie makes you laugh. And I think that, like, you know, I think that's, that locomotion is good. They just need to really just kind of work harder on it and like not go for the cheap cheap uh, joke punches. I think. Yeah, the jokes are fun, and they 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 clue us in onto who the characters are a bit. But that's different from character motivation. Like I don't know why yeah. any of these people are doing any of this. Why are they helping him? It doesn't really. There's make no sense. reason. Yeah, why yeah, wouldn't they just split off? Nebraska just has like a line. He's like. It's just like John Leguizamo from The Happening, where it's like, "Don't take my daughter's hand unless you mean it." Like it just comes out of nowhere, <laughs> where he's just like. Tell me about your husband. Tell me. Tell me about your husband. Yeah, I want to know about your. Tell me about your dad. Who's your dad? Is he good? Mm-hmm. Is Who he is good? that actress, by the way? Why is she look so familiar? To oh, she's from *The Handmaid's Tale*. And uh, oh, wait, not that one. Dad, not seen *The Handmaid's*. Yeah, she's, no, she's. You say she was Portia. She's not Portia. Oh, I thought they were talking about. No, Portia. no, no, no. She's not Portia. She's uh, she's from *The Handmaid's Tale*. She's from *Chuck*. Nope. Try again. Uh, that's really all I really Man, know. Man, I recognize her from something. It's gonna drive. I mean, me she's crazy. in some movies and stuff. She's, she's in big on stuff. *Chuck*. She's like the second lead in that, and now she's like the third or fourth build in *Handmaid's Tale*. She's kicking ass on that show. She's great in that show. I love *Handmaid's Tale*. I yeah. just gotta get, I gotta get a, a Hulu subscription. Yeah, I mean it was worth it for *Handmaid's Tale* and uh, *MasterChef*. And it's got great. It gets like great movies on there. Like *Colossal* yeah. was. I watched *Colossal* like before on anything, that, yeah. and yeah. I also watched. I watched *Hellboy* on there too. There you go. I got good yeah, Hulu's got a good movie selection, and it's only like seven bucks. Yeah, a month. I can't sponsor. I, I can't do it with yeah. the commercials. I'm gonna have to pay. No, that's I, like, I pay the, like the, uh, it's like twelve for the no commercial version, oh, which I which I pay. Jeez. I mean, okay. I don't mind. I don't uh, even know. Money doesn't Dexter. Really matter. Dexter. <laughs> Nothing. She's matters. in Dexter. Oh yeah, she's the uh, she's the bad part of Dexter. Yes, that's it. Dexter. Oh, oh. Um, oh shit! And she was in Louie. No, mm. Waylon Yutani. I was I was looking for that. Yeah, I think they're leaving that in the, I think they are. I think yeah, they're leaving that. That's the alien connection. You would have yeah. thought there was that, no there, that, alien were, that would have been like the stinger. Well, so that's what I thought, that maybe when they said that they got human DNA, maybe they got some black goo. I was thinking that too, yeah. Like some Prometheus well, I mean, that's thing. always kind of been the thing about, about the alien movies is that, you know, they're not so different from us. How funny would it have been if they, they were like, if they were like, oh, they sent us a weapon. That'll. Uh, I thought it was an alien. I thought it wasn't. I I did think that for a second. I was like, then it was goopy. And I'm like, aliens are goop before they're aliens. They, they I wanted it to be all sorts of Yeah, and they were like, this is it's a predator killer. This is like it can kill a predator, and it's like because they like abducted him right after the ending yeah. of the first predator. Because the ending of the first predator ends on a on an unknown cliffhanger that nobody ever really considers is that he can't get out of that fucking place. Right, he's kind of fucked. Like he, yeah. Everything's destroyed. No, they get to a chopper. I think he... Oh, that's right. They do get to the chopper. Yeah. He dies. I think they uh, say Well, then he that gets abducted. What they, movie am I thinking of that's like that, where it's like the ending happens, the last fight happens, and then like the person is just stuck where they are. Uh, and it's, it's like... Predators? Maybe. 
I think they reference Dutch in Predators, where they say like he died of cancer from like the fallout from the blast or something. Oh, oh I mean, man! I don't know. Fuck. He's so good to, at fighting. Yeah, it's like the Rocky movies. Um, me on the new Rocky movies called Creed, starring Rocky. I bet there's some inside baseball on who owns the rights and with Ridley Scott taking back Aliens. I bet there's some really interesting inside baseball stuff on that. Well, uh, Fox owns aliens right and but well, Ridley Scott doesn't well, how was he able to use all that stuff in Prometheus well, he was that, for Fox oh, right okay. was yeah. that 21st gotcha. century uh, or Searchlight though does Disney own that now is what I'm saying yeah oh, wow yeah Disney owns that I mean that's one of the reasons why like before the Disney Fox merger they were like Ridley Scott probably won't make his final David oh. Alien movie because uh. like Alien Covenant did not do well and so they're like oh well, I guess that's it. Guess that's it. And then when Disney bought it, it's like, they're kind of like, yeah, if you want to make that, you can make it. And so he's just kind of like, <laughs> Disney's waiting like, now. we have so much fun. Yeah, we don't fucking you can care. Just, just do what you want. I mean, I'll watch that too. Does anyone have anything else on Predator they want to fucking say anything about? No, not me. I think, I think, I think that's we're it. well Predatored out. That's it. All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining me. And thank you, audience, for listening to another episode of Hot Takes. This is not the only podcast on StoryScreen. StoryScreenBeacon.com has many other articles, podcasts, and fucking t-shirts that you could just buy. It's so easy to just and, uh, buy it. Other merch yet? Oh, yeah. We're coming out with that other merch. Yeah, we got it all ordered and stuff. I'm just waiting on it to be finalized. And okay. yeah, we'll get mugs we'll, and stuff like that. We're uh, getting we'll plug that pens. when the time is right. Mm-hmm. Um, any other episodes or things you guys want to plug specifically? Things you want guys and gals to listen to? Do you want to plug any events coming up in the future? I don't know the timing of this being released. Uh, Yeah, I mean, this will probably be coming out last week of September. So, yeah, I mean, if you live in the area around here in Beacon, New York, in the Hudson Valley, we're going to be doing the horror show part four, which Mm -hmm. is where we show a bunch of uh, free horror movies at different locations all throughout Beacon. Uh, This year, we really kind of ranged in genre and tone. Like, we're showing a bunch of stuff that's not necessarily like gore factor Stuff that's maybe a little creepier, stuff that's more of a drama. We also got our family-friendly one and all that stuff. So cool. it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, for people that listen to the podcast, uh, the schedule hasn't come out yet. But I'll tell you, the first screening is on October 1st at Bank Square at 8 p.m. We're showing Night of the Living Dead for its 50th anniversary out on the back patio. That's going to be a blast. It's going to be cool. So, uh, and then, um, you know, if you're listening to this, the schedule might be up around this time. And you can go to storyscreenbeacon.com and... Uh, Check all that stuff up. Check it out. Some of my sign up for our newsletter. Some of my favorite recent horror movies are on that list. Right. So check it out. It's pretty exciting. Yeah, I've got excited. a couple of new ones on there that yeah. are pretty cool. Cool. Yeah, so if you're in the area, check that out. And again, storiesandbeacon.com. We'll have all the info for you. Uh, and other podcasts and articles. If you go on you follow us on Facebook, story screens there as well. That's where you can find a lot of posts. No one's and on news. Facebook. Yeah. But we're also on Instagram and Twitter, which is Story underscore screen underscore beacon on Instagram and story underscore screen on Twitter. So there you go. All right, Tim, thank you again for for driving down here to join us for another episode. Thank you for having me. Anytime. Seriously. Okay. It doesn't even have to be for the dumb movies. We let you watch Mandy with us. That's a good one. Well, I want to see that that zombie World War Two one. I want to see that too because it looks Overlord. good. I think that movie looks good. We'll talk mm. about it when we get there. Well, it might not be. We thought Cloverfield Paradox was so cool see for like two it. hours. I'll tell you that much. 
Uh, all right, guys. Thanks again for listening. We'll come back at you with more hot takes. Bye. 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 Hasta la vista. Baby. Oh yeah. Get there it is. See what I did there? Goodbye now. <laughs> Goodbye now. That's the line. Like that's a great joke. I love you. Time to fuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now you got me on mic. (laughs) (laughs) You can just go ahead and drop yourself at the end there. That's all you need. Short and sweet.